everybody. This is my review of Hawkeye episode four. Overall, I thought this was another great episode with a lot of really standout moments that get me excited to see where the show goes in the future. This was also a little bit of a worrying episode, though, not because of the episode, the content of the episode itself, but because of where the show is going. This episode does have me a little bit worried. We'll talk about that more in depth in a little bit. But this was very much a setup episode, a character development episode, a very character driven episode. So we'll talk about that first. There's not as much plot to break down. So let's just start with the characters and the performances. Let's start with Kate Bishop. I want to talk about the development she got in this episode because she got a lot of really cool moments. Starting with Kate's conversation with Jack, Eleanor, and Clint at the very beginning of the episode. My favorite part of that whole thing is Eleanor and uh, Jack are questioning Kate and Clint. And Hawkeye finally, he finally acknowledges and he says out loud that Kate and Clint, that they're kind of partners. And you can really see on Kate Bishop's face how visibly touched, how visibly happy she is by that, that he's considering them and acknowledging them as partners. I thought that was some really great facial acting by Haley Steinfeld and a really great character moment for Kate. Uh, I thought she was fantastic in this episode. And then we see later on after Clint leaves, Kate is kind of observing uh, Eleanor and Jack and she sees firsthand how happy Jack makes Eleanor feel. You see kind of in her face that she starts to come around on Jack for the first time. She's happy for her mom that her mom seems to have actually found love and she sees her mom happier than she has seen her mom since her dad died. So you can kind of see in her face that maybe Kate is softening a little bit towards Jack. Um, so that's kind of interesting. That's, again, another great moment. And then we get that line where Jack says, uh, being with family is much better than being alone for the holidays. And you can see, again, on Kate's face, how much that resonates with Kate. She's thinking of Clint. And then we get to see her more compassionate and selfless side, because throughout the show, she has come from kind of a place of privilege, almost almost a little bit self-absorbed, a little bit. She's thinking about what she wants to do, how she wants to be a superhero. And this is the episode... I think in last episode too, when she listens to Hawkeye on the phone with his son, uh, she's we're starting to see her more compassionate side, her more selfless side, because she goes to Clint with pizza. She's trying to cheer him up, make his holidays at least a little bit memorable, take his mind off his family, because he's obviously very alone and he wants to be home. Um, this brings us to this montage where we see Clint and Kate really bonding. Um, this montage was fantastic it was so packed with character moments character development and that's really what i love this episode for we see of course kate and clint bonding their dynamic their relationship with the movies with the coin trick all that but then we see this moment where kate asks clint about the best shot he ever took which is a fantastic clint character moment we'll talk about and then we see this scene where kate realizes clint was the ronin and you can see that it it kind of shakes her to her core this hero who she looked up to her whole life became this killer. But then she also starts to see the other side of it. She sees firsthand Clint's guilt, his regret. She sees that he is not proud of what he did at all. And, uh, and she tells him that his mistakes he made as Ronan, what he did as Ronan is behind him. And she forgives him for what he did, something that he has yet to do himself. And I thought that was really great. And then the final big character moment for Kate is once Clint realizes, once they fought Yelena, Clint realizes how dangerous the situation really is. And he, he basically tells Kate, we're done. Uh, you are no longer my partner. You need to go home. And you see Kate really stand up for herself. You see that she's heartbroken. She says, I chose to be here. I understand the risk. 
uh, all of that. And it's just some really fantastic line delivery by Haley Steinfeld. Clint tells her to go home again. You can see how genuinely hurt Kate is. And then the episode ends. I think everyone kind of knew this was coming because the logical and the typical progression of a relationship like this in a movie or show is that it kind of gets built up and then there's something that gets in the way and it goes back down before it comes back again even stronger. And I'm sure that's what's going to happen in the next two episodes. And I thought that was really, really well done. Kate was fantastic in this episode. She got a lot of great moments, which were played really perfectly by Haley Seinfeld, who's really, really great in this role. I can't wait to see where she goes in the future. I think this episode and the last one too have both done a better job of balancing Kate and Clint and giving them both moments because the first two episodes were very Kate-centric, very Kate-focused. And this is a show called Hawkeye. It's supposed to be Clint's show. And I thought this episode nailed that balance. Next up, Clint Barton. He had the most character work in this episode. And this episode really continued what they started in the first few episodes, which was really showing more of his PTSD, his grief, uh, especially over losing Natasha. Um, The first big moment for him is when we see him in his apartment. He's alone. He's kind of sad. He wants to be back with his family. And then we see Kate come in. We see how that genuinely affects Hawkeye. Uh, She brings up his mood. You can tell that he's genuinely grateful for that. And then over the course of the series, I love how you can see that Kate is really growing on Hawkeye. He's gaining respect for her, both for her skills and he's starting to really like being around her. Um, She's still annoying. She still talks a lot. And I think Hawkeye is annoyed by how naive she is. Um, But I think he's starting to like her too. And I think that's kind of cool to see. And then we see uh, we see Clint talk about the shot he never took, which is this really, really fantastic moment where he's talking about how he had this gut feeling and decided not to kill Natasha, who became his best friend. And this is just a fantastic scene that really reinforces how much Natasha meant to Clint. There's some really great acting from Jeremy Renner here. And then you see that Kate questions him about his family during the blip. We see him remembering those five years without his family, how much that affected him. He even tears up a bit. Then we see Kate question Clint about Ronan. She discovers that he was Ronan, and we see his guilt. He calls himself a weapon, a weapon that was aimed at the right targets. He doesn't consider himself a hero. He doesn't understand that he was a hero to so many people, and he really inspired so many people, including Kate. And uh, Kate tells Clint that those mistakes are behind him, but Clint still feels that guilt. He doesn't feel that those mistakes are behind him. He has to confront his past. He has to face his past so that he can overcome that guilt. He can overcome that um, in the exact same way that Black Widow did in her movie. And then Kate goes to bed. We see uh, we see Clint try to sleep. He closes his eyes and he sees visions of his family dying. He sees Natasha dying. And then there's a scene he sees flashes of, which is Ronan killing people. And it's a new scene of Ronan killing people that I didn't recognize at all that wasn't from Avengers Endgame. And that makes me think that this is something very important, something we'll return to. I'm sure we'll get the full flashback in next episode of the finale. And uh, that's something really intriguing, in my opinion. So this little vision showing his guilt, his PTSD, his trauma is really fantastic. Um, Being an Avenger has left a lot of scars on Clint. Um, and it's really cool to see that continuing to reinforce those aspects of his character. Um, it's crazy how much character work, how many really great moments they were able to pack into this, what, 10 minute Christmas montage, maybe not even 10 minutes, maybe five minutes. It's uh, really, really well done. And then the next big character moment is when Clint realizes he's fighting a black widow, he recognizes that fighting style. And then when Yelena throws Kate off the roof, the way that scene is shot and then the music, of course, intentionally mimicking 
Natasha's death. And I think that was not lost on Clint too, because he realizes uh, this is not, this isn't a fun thing anymore. We're not just dealing with the stupid tracksuit mafia. We're dealing with a black widow. We're dealing with um, a trained assassin in echo. We're dealing with a lot of really experienced people. There's real danger. People are going to die. People might die. Um, And he realizes that it's not safe for him to bring this little girl, this 22 year old girl into this who has no experience and doesn't really know what she's doing. And, um, and in order to keep her safe, he tells her that they aren't partners. He sends her home. You can tell he feels guilty about it. There's a scene where after he sends her home, it just lingers on his face for a few seconds. And he, he doesn't feel good about it because he genuinely likes Kate, but he's doing the right thing. And he thinks it's the right thing because he's keeping her safe. And that was a fantastic end scene. It made a lot of sense why he did what he did. Of course, it's a bummer because you want to see more of Kate and Clint's partnership but also it makes sense why he did what he did. Fantastic character work and fantastic performance by Jeremy Renner. Both Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner are really killing it in the show. Both the characters are great. I honestly think Hawkeye is handling character development and the balance of action to characters. Maybe the best of the Disney Plus shows. I mean, WandaVision, most of the character development was kind of stuffed into episode, I believe it was episode eight. Um, And I love that. That was my favorite episode of the series. But it's kind of cool to see how spread out and how well they're doing it in Hawkeye. I would argue that they're doing it better than they did it in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's better uh, better executed than in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then Loki, a lot of the character development was in the first two episodes and then maybe the final ones or something. But it's a little more subtle. And I think this show has really been nailing that. Um, maybe even the best of all the shows. It's been doing so well with that. And then uh, moving on from Kate and Clint to Jack Duquesne. We get that reveal that he's the CEO of Sloan Limited and that company is laundering money for the tracksuits. I think this actually is a mislead. Uh, it's just too obvious that he's the villain. He might be the CEO, but my theory right now is he has no clue what he's doing. I think he's clueless. I think he's a genuinely nice guy. I think he's being manipulated by Eleanor. He's so obviously mustache twirly evil that it almost it's too obvious. And I feel like Eleanor's the real one. Um, and that she's manipulating him or something, um, because there's definitely something going on with him. Moving on to Eleanor, of course. Uh, first of all, she talks to Clint in the beginning. She tells Clint to keep Kate out of this. Sure, that could be just a mother who really loves her daughter, wanting to keep her daughter safe. But also, I think everyone got that sense of manipulation. It seemed a little fake. There's something going on there. Um, I think that Eleanor knows that they're onto her. And she wants Kate and Clint off her tail. We see her call a mystery person saying, call me back. It's urgent. We need to talk. I think it's most likely Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. But uh, who knows? I'm really, really curious to see what's going on, what her role in this is. And I I think all will be revealed very soon. And then Kazi and Maya Lopez in this episode don't have much to do. But I like how Clint picked up on Kazi being kind of the second in command under Maya and having a lot of influence on Maya. And I like how Clint showing his smarts, how he immediately caught that. He goes back to Kazi to try to urge him to talk Maya out of her request for Ronan. And uh, that just is a testament to the intelligence of Clint that he picked up on that so quickly and knew to exploit that. And we'll see where that goes. And then next up, Laura Barton. Um, She's an interesting one in this episode because I have a theory about her that I've seen a lot of other people also have on the internet. Um, Because in this episode, Clint texts her and he asks her to reach out to his contacts, his Russian contact or whatever, and then to run searches, run background checks, get info for him. She's also the one who mentions the watch. She's the one who tracks the watch and tells him where the beacon is coming from. 
she clearly knows what she's doing and she knows a lot about the superhero life. Um, at first that could be chalked up to she's Hawkeye's wife and Hawkeye tells her everything. But I think she may have been a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. She may have been some S.H.I.E.L.D. agent comic book character, just like Clint. And that's why she knows all these things. That's why she can get all this information for Clint. Um, maybe the watch that is protecting someone's identity is her watch. And that's why Clint is so urgent to get it and to protect his wife's secret identity. Um, I think we know nothing about Laura Barton's past. We don't really know much about her. So this wouldn't contradict anything. I think this is a very solid theory. And I think this could be a really cool reveal. I'm just curious to see where they go with that. And also, if this is true, and if she's a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, maybe we'll get some sort of flashback or something. That would be at least a little bit of a better use of Linda Cardellini, because they get such a great actress and kind of relegate her to just being the wife who talks on the phone. She hasn't really gotten much to do. So um, I think this could be an interesting new twist for the character. So I'm curious to see if that's actually true or not. If not, who does the watch belong to? And then my, my other question is like, why did the tracksuits... Why does Kingpin, why does Echo, what do they want with the watch? How do they know about the watch? What does the watch even do? How is the watch hiding Laura Barton's secret identity or whoever's secret identity? Um, I think we have a lot more to learn about the watch. And I think there's a lot we don't know. And then the last character I want to talk about is we get the first appearance of Yelena in this episode, which I've been waiting for since episode one, of course, played by Florence Pugh. She didn't get much to do, but Florence Pugh is one of my favorite actresses and Yelena is one of my favorite characters. She didn't get any dialogue, but her facial expressions, her physicality in the fight scenes, and you know that Florence Pugh did as much as she could of the fight scenes. Um, it was awesome. Florence Pugh is amazing. I cannot wait to see more of her. I love how Kate had the chance to shoot Yelena, but didn't, just like Clint had the chance to shoot Natasha and didn't. That parallel, again, really awesome. Kate probably got the same gut feeling about Yelena. Plus, I'm sure there's the reasonable hesitation uh, Kate's not a murderer. Kate hasn't killed people. There's someone standing right in front of her whose face she can see, and she has the opportunity to kill her, but she decides not to. And uh, I'm, I think that was a cool moment. And I'm excited to see more of Yelena. Okay, so moving on from the characters and the character moments and their development to the fight scenes, I thought that final rooftop fight scene was awesome. What I loved about it was also the buildup with Kate searching through the apartment. And then we hear Hawkeye getting beat up over the phone and we realize something is going wrong. That was really, really great because of the tension, because of the sense of danger. I love the tone of that scene. That was the most tense scene of the show so far. I think that was just really, really well done. And I love when a show can really get me on the edge of my seat and I can feel that tension. Um, and I thought that was awesome. And then the actual fight itself was really well choreographed. It was dark, but you could still see, at least on my screen, you could see what was going on. It was really cool seeing the three-way fight, or I guess four-way with two people, Kate and Clint, on the same team. And then there's this awesome shot where we see Yelena getting to do some of that trademark, that iconic Black Widow choreography, flipping around, taking down Clint. All of that is just so cool to see. And then Yelena's comics accurate costume is awesome. The Widow's bite weapons are awesome. Um, I love that fight scene, and I cannot wait to see more of all these characters, to see where they go, to see more awesome fight scenes. I think this was also Burton Bernie. I talked about last episode, last Hawkeye review, how the first two episodes fight scenes were directed by a different director and weren't as good. So I'm curious to see who's directing the last two episodes and uh, will the fight scenes be improved if it's the other director or will they stay the same quality if it's these directors? I'm, I'm really curious. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is my questions and then my worries about the show. My questions, 
Who owns the watch? What is the watch? Why did the track shoes want the watch? What's going on with Laura Barton? Is she possibly a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? How is Yelena connected to any of this? Is she just completely separate? Or is Val, could Val be connected to Kingpin? Could Power Broker be connected to this? Because Falcon and Winter Soldier also introduced a lot of seedy criminals doing things. And this is presumably going to introduce a lot of them. And they could all be connected or they could be separate. So I'm curious, will we get some sort of tie to Falcon and Winter Soldier? And then what was that new flashback of Ronin in, uh, in Hawkeye's vision? Uh, who are Eleanor and Jack? Where do they fit in with all of this? When is Kingpin coming? All of that I'm just really curious about. And then my worry about the show is my same worry, my same problem with Falcon and Winter Soldier is that Falcon and Winter Soldier bit off way more than it could chew. And it just had two or three too many plots because Falcon and Winter Soldier had to juggle Power Broker, Madripoor, Super Soldiers, Zemo, John Walker, Flag Smashers, New York, Sam becoming Captain America, Bucky, all these storylines, all these plot lines. And I think most of them they did a good job with, but there were a few that really got underserved. And this show, I'm worried, is going to be doing the same thing um, with Yelena, with maybe Val, with Kingpin, with Echo, with the tracksuits, with Eleanor, with Jack, with Kate and Clint, with Clint getting back to his family, with Laura Barton. There was even a little promo for the next Hawkeye episode, and it looked very much like Sharon Carter in that promo. Maybe it's not her, but it looked like her. If that's true, that's a whole other element we're adding into this. And there's so much going on. Only two episodes left. I hope this show can stick the landing, have a satisfying finale, um, because I don't want this to end up like Falcon and Winter Soldier with uh, a lot of plots that were totally kind of uh, underserved in that finale. So, uh, so that's my worry about the show. But now that we only have two episodes left, I think episode five is going to have to be a huge one with a lot of reveals, with a lot of story. So I really can't wait for it. I don't really have any criticisms of this episode. Um, so please, did you like this episode as much as me? What did you think? What did you think of Yelena's introduction? Uh, please let me know, leave feedback, leave a comment, a voicemail, an email, or submit your topic or question in the form. All those links are in the description. And then remember, I'm still on my break. If you're wondering where my Matrix review is, No Way Home, West Side Story, all this stuff, um, I'm only doing Hawkeye reviews for the next few weeks before I will come back and I'll review No Way Home. I will be back to review all that stuff but I'm on a little bit of a kind of half break right now. So thank you for understanding. Thank you for listening and have a good day.